Welcome to MLR Kickoff, episode 13, with your hosts, Dan Power and Pete Steinberg. Hello, folks, and welcome to an exciting episode 13. We have big news, and the big news is this week, MLR schedule. It drops today. It's all happening as now we know who's playing who and where they're playing. And uh, this is Dan Powell with you, obviously. And Pete Steinberg joins me yet again. Pete, an exciting week coming up here for Major League Rugby as 2019 takes shape. That's right. I mean, I think, you know, this is a monumental moment in U.S. rugby history because it's the first league that has made it to year two. And uh, exciting to see the expanded schedule. Um, It looks like a full um, schedule. Lots of game suppliers. It's going to be a great test for all of the teams. Now, before we delve into the schedule, we're going to go through a week-by-week analysis. We have to stay consistent to our roots, and that is our travel tip of the week. You were on the road this week, Pete, but we've uh, we've had plenty of travel t- tips from the famous Pete Steinberg. We're going to throw it to our one and only producer, Aaron Castro, who was also with you up in Chicago. Aaron Get your uh, get your headset off in the studio there back at uh, MLR HQ and tell us what's your travel tip if you're going to Chicago. If you're going to Chicago, either have a lot of cash for your CTA machine or the, you know, if you end up having to use ten machines, make sure you buy a three day pass because you will be playing games with CTA ticket machines for like twenty minutes when you're trying to get to the airport to fly out. There you have it. Always a time crunch in Chicago too. Don't play with those machines. If there's anything I learned from Rocky Three and Clubber Lang, who comes from the south side of Chicago, it's don't mess around with Chicago. But Pete, as you can tell, I'm pretty pumped up here. We finally have a schedule. You just nailed it right there. We have year two. It's coming the first time ever. Uh, we really wasn't in doubt, uh, if we're honest with us. So we knew that this league was built on much, much more of a solid foundation than previous uh, endeavors. But let's get into it. And we obviously had the announcement late last week that we'd all be expecting Ontario. Check that. Now the Toronto Arrows, very specific. They rebrand and they enter MLR. They uh, Let's talk about them first. Round one, who do the Arrows have? So, you know, let's let's go through all the games in, in, in the rounds, but the Arrows are going to start the whole first half of the season, Dan, away. Like, it's going to be away, away, away. They're going to get a bye, and then they're going to be home. But they start um, away at NOLA Gold, the Houston Sabercats, um, away at Austin Elite, uh, Rugby United New York, or away at the San Diego Legion. And I think the real... Um, curtain raiser of the whole league is a rematch of last year's final it is the glendale raptors at the seattle seawolves and you and i have both experienced starfire stadium and and that is going to be that place will be rocking on sunday night january the 27th at the end of round one i like that pete out of the box round one the grand final the championship replay a lot of leagues doing that mlr following suit and i really like it the tough one for me out of that round is going to be Rooney on the road all the way to the West Coast to play San Diego. And then obviously that Toronto Arrows, Nola Gold, all the signings that Nola's had this offseason, excited to see them go at it. And the All-Texas Clash, Austin Elite. I will take us into round two now. Starts Friday, February 1st. It's going to be Austin Elite christening their new home, Dell Diamond. We've seen it before with some of the USA Internationals. They'll take on the Utah Warriors who kicked their season off in round two, Nola Gold. They'll welcome the Glendale Raptors down to Bourbon Street. 
And then San Diego Legion, Seattle Seawolves. Two home games to get things opening for NOLA and San Diego. Just three matches in that second round, though, Pete. And that's right. And so early on in the season, what we'll see is there's only three games and there'll be three teams that have a bye. Later on, there'll be four games on the weekend and only one team has a bye. But I think the league has recognized with all these teams that are playing in the north, playing potentially in snow in San Diego, they have to do it that way. When I look at this, I'm really looking at, um, I think, the Seattle-San Diego game. That that seems to have the star power, though we don't know what San Diego is going to be like. It's one of those teams that seems to be holding back some of their signings. But Seattle staying on the West Coast and going on the road I think is um, is the one that I would look out for that. Yeah, I'm going to go with you on that one as well. Could be a big one. Moving on to round three, another three-game uh, round, that one, with teams on the bye. And Rooney having back-to-back bye, sitting at home two weeks in a row early in the season. Again, we look at the weather factor, New York in February. It's very hit and miss. Um, personally, I like heavy heavy coat and you know walking down uh, <laughs> Madison Avenue, doing a little shopping. And then uh, let's go talk us through round three, Pete. That's right. So Austin are at home against those three home games in a row, and they host the Toronto Arrows. San Diego Legion are hosting the Sabre Cats. On, so Austin is on Friday night, uh, Friday, February 8th. The San Diego on Saturday, February 9th, um, hosting the Houston Sabre Cats. And on Sunday, Nola Gold hosting the Seattle Seawolves. Which one of those really stand out for you, Dan? Well, I'm going to go. Well, I'm going to go Legion Sabercats. Now, that was one of the games of the season last year in San Diego. The try at the death to get it done there. We talked to Sam Windsor a few weeks ago. They're smarting from that. He almost saw that as a turning point of their entire season. What saw them go down? Uh, so I'll put that one in Saturday, 9th of February, seven p.m. in San Diego. So Talk I'm us through gonna... round four now, Pete. Well, oh, sorry. Uh, give us your game uh, around three. Yeah. My apologies. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me give my game around three. And, uh, and maybe you can talk us through round four. But I think the, uh, like, for me, one of the interesting um, sides, the most interesting um, teams, the one that we sort of know the least about, which one of the uh, um, expansion teams is the Toronto Arrows. And I think that this game against the Austin Elite is going to be a real critical one. They play Nola Gold, and we know Nola Gold have a big turnover, and they've brought in some good players, and that'll be a challenge. But they have a buy on round two, and then, They're at Austin on round three, and I think this will be a good measure of where Toronto is. Austin also have a number of good signers. Why don't you take us through round four, Dan? Yeah, kind of agreeing with you now on that round three one with a back-heavy schedule at home. How many wins on the road can Toronto get? Let's go to round four. Now we go back to four games in the weekend. It's going to be a bumper weekend kicking off February 16th. It's Nola Gold at home again. No surprises there. You're hearing a lot of these Southern and Coastal teams getting the team, the games early on. They'll welcome Rooney. A little bit of a shorter trip off the bye for Rooney down there to New Orleans. San Diego, Utah in San Diego. Austin Elite, Glendale Raptors. That one's down at Delt Diamond. And then Seattle, Toronto at Starfire. That one is going to be my game of the round because there's going to be a lot of Canadian players playing for Seattle from the West Coast, from the BC area. And then a lot of Canadian players, obviously, with the Arrows. I think I may have said that twice. The Seawolves will have a lot of Canadian players. The Arrows, it could be a little bit of a possibles, probables trial match for Canada. 
Yeah, and it looks like that you know the Starfire on Sunday night is going to be is going to be the place to go early on in the season. And I like that matchup between Toronto and Seattle. And I I like it when players that know each other play each other. But the Rooney will be coming off a double bye. So early on in the season, they get a double bye. So they had started off against San Diego and they're traveling again. But I think this will be another good match for for Rooney after that first game. Um, Mike Tolkien will be at a C what he needs to work on against that um, in that first game against San Diego. And I think you'll see a huge improvement when they play against Nola Gold. So even though they're traveling, I think that Rooney-Nola Gold game in round five is the most exciting one. Let's go on to round, sorry, round four. Let's go on to round five. So this, this one kicks off on February 22nd. It's a Friday where the Houston Sabercats host the Toronto Arrows at the Aviva Stadium, which is their new stadium. It's their first weekend that they'll be playing there. Um, and then on Saturday, February 23rd, the Austin Elite take on the San Diego Legion, also on the 23rd on that Saturday. Utah host Glendale. And finally, on that Sunday again, the Seattle Seawolves um, hosting on, that, uh, on the Sunday, the last game of the round, and they are hosting Rooney. Which one of those stands out for you, Dan? Well, what about a road trip? That's going to be the worst road trip in Major League Rugby, New York to Seattle. That, uh, you know, you could get uh, almost five hours, five and a half hours in a plane on that one. I'm going the local derby, though. Utah, Glendale, Utah, christening Zion Bank Stadium for 2019. That's on Saturday, 23rd of February, Pete. First real look at those two sides getting after each other. Plus, there may be a little bit of changing of the rosters for both those sides, switching between two squads. So a little bit uh, more to keep an eye on there. What about you, Pete? Um, yeah, I think I think I like that game because I think that we're going to start seeing some of these teams like Glendale have a lot of turnover, Utah have a lot of turnover. That'll be, I think that'll be a good physical matchup. It'll be a little bit localized. Um, I think that one stands out for me too. I, I think we'll know a lot about those players. And of course, one of the interesting things is that that weekend is the first weekend of the American Rugby Championship. And USA is actually playing down in Houston at the Aviva Stadium on um, the Saturday, the 23rd. So this will be the first weekend that these teams won't have both their US and their Canadian players. So that'll be very interesting. And of course, there will be some Brazilians and Uruguayans now in the league. This is going to be the first weekend that tests depth. That's right. Utah announcing today they've signed Josh Reeves out of Brazil, the two-piece fly half. So they similar situation with Kurt Morath leaving for Tongan duty this year. They'll have that uh, again. Moving on to round six, kicking off Saturday, March 2nd. All the games on March 2nd, all within an hour of each other, which is going to be crazy. Two kickoff at 7-1 at 6. It's the Sabercats and Rooney down in Aviva again. And uh, I'm excited to see that new stadium, Pete. Uh, the Raptors and the Arrows, they've seen each other quite a few times already in some friendly matches. That's going to be at Infinity Park again. The first game, we'll see at Infinity Park for 2019. March, still an iffy month in Colorado, so keep an eye on that one. Utah Warriors, Nola Gold, Utah back-to-back home games. Same applies with the weather there in Utah. The Rocky Mountains can be volatile. Pete, which one are you liking in that one? So I think... By the time we get to this point, I think we'll know a lot about all the teams. The, I think the most interesting one here for me, um, without 
the international players, right? And I think without the international players, it's going to really hit some of these teams hard. I think it's going to hit Rooney very, very hard. So their matchup against Houston, Houston was one of the most disappointing sides last year, probably had the best talent in the squad, but just was not able to put it together. Lots of close losses. I think that's a really good chance for for, um, Houston to make a statement. And the other interesting thing for our rugby fans is that is also the weekend of the Vegas Sevens. I'm not sure that there's ever been a weekend as crazy as this with the Vegas Sevens. There are three MLR games on Saturday and on Saturday is USA versus Uruguay in Seattle. There will be a lot of rugby to watch on Saturday, March 2nd. Yeah, look out for uh, a lot of phone calls to divorce lawyers Sunday, March 3rd from husbands (laughs) watching straight rugby all day Saturday and into Sunday with the Vegas Sevens. Yeah, that one's going to be a good one. You know, you talked about the international duty. I'm looking at the signings for Nola Gold, that Warriors gold game out in Utah, a tough road game. We saw Nola play extremely well, upsetting them at the back end of the season this year, Pete. A lot of their signings, foreign players, not eligible to play international football during that window. So Nola Gold could really come through that three-week stretch in, uh, in great shape. All right, Pete, take us to round seven, my man. All right, round seven. So um, we have two games on March 2nd. The first is Glendale Raptors hosting the Austin Elite and then the Utah Warriors hosting um, Rugby United New York. And then the two games on March 2nd are Seattle hosting the Houston Sabercats and the San Diego Legion hosting the Toronto Arrows. So for you, Dan, which of those? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to go Legion Arrows again because that's a tough road trip from Toronto all the way down to San Diego. Yeah, San Diego, I just it's a it's a desirable location. I think they're going to pull some signings out here. There's going to be some names that want to go to San Diego and play. This is tough because, like you said, we're getting into the meat and potatoes of the season at this point. We're really going to figure out what we think is the game of the round now, Pete, could totally flip around by round seven with injuries, you know, international duties, some teams just clicking, some teams not. So I'll go that Legion Arrows game, uh, the late one there on Sunday. What about you, my man? So I think that I think the teams that are going to really be interesting in the middle of this of this run, I think, you know, this will be Rooney's third away game, um, actually fourth away game in a row. That's a lot of travel. They're going to come to Utah. They're going to be missing their internationals. I think, you know, Utah, you know, the rumors are they've had a bit bit of a turbulent offseason. But I think this is an opportunity for Utah to do a little bit of a smash and grab as the the Rooney players get tired um, with all that travel. I think they're going to struggle. So I'm going to look at that Utah-Rooney game is a chance for Utah to snatch one. Take us through round eight. Well, you talk about Rooney. It all ends in round eight. They christen MCU Park at Coney Island. Take the kids down there. Go to the Coney Island Fair. Grab a, you know, a Nathan's hot dog. <laughs> Why not? And then watch some rugby. They get that game. Friday night footy returns to New York City. 7 p.m. kickoff out there. That, uh, you know, you talked, uh, our producer Aaron Castro talked about the transport in Chicago. That is the one good thing about New York. You can jump on the subway and you can get yourself out there pretty easily on a Friday night after work. Uh, Saturday, three games on the 16th of March. The Elite taking on the Seawolves down in the Dell Diamond. The Raptors and Legion, that will be a real good game right there, Infinity Park. Sabercats, NOLA. 
Now, that could become an interesting rivalry as the years progress here. Location-wise, they're pretty close. I know they're not in Texas and everything's always bigger and better in Texas, and Houston probably don't want to give them the respect they deserve because they're in Louisiana. But Nola Gold, Houston Sabercats, that's my game of the round. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with the Rooney Toronto Arrows. It will be their first weekend back with both teams, I think, will will lose a lot of quality players to the inter, into that international window. And I think that, you know, the Arrows, it's a short flight for them. I think it's part of this East Coast that um, Major League Rugby is building. And, you know, they're adding Boston and D.C. Uh, um, and Atlanta. And I think that this is the first round of that East Coast matchup. And um, I'm excited. And we're going to get into round nine. And, 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 and the crazy thing about this is when, not even halfway through. There are 19 rounds in the Major League 2019 season. And by the time we get to round nine, there's going to be some tired players, especially those northern teams that have been on the road. We have two games on Saturday on March 23rd. Nola Gold hosts the Austin Elite and in what I think will be a great matchup. We have um, the other Saturday game is the Houston Sabercats versus the Utah Warriors. And then on Sunday, Rooney are at home again and they face the Glendale Pack. Um, the Glendale Raptors for their second game at MCU Park. Those are the three games. Which one of those stand out for you, Dan? It's Rooney Raptors, MCU Park. I should have jumped on them last round with you, Pete, Friday night. But I don't know. I just went in a different direction there. Uh, you've got the Butcher leaving the Raptors, going to Rooney. There's a couple other players that are pretty familiar with each other. Star-studded lineups, a lot of USA Eagles. And uh, this should be their first game back. Is that correct from the uh, ARC? It, um, it's, it, no, it's the second game back from the A. Second game back from the ARC. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, a couple of tied bodies from that the season. Like you talked about the grind. Like this is a regular season, isn't it, Pete, for rugby? 19 rounds, that's, that's ballpark. That's where you kind of want to be. But this is going to be the first time a lot of these players see that grind week in, week out. And come around that round 9, 10, 11, 12, the finish line quite, you know, isn't quite in sight yet. And you're just going, oh, my God, I hurt so bad every week. And I've got to jump on a plane. And I've got to fly out to New York. And I've got to take on the butcher and his men who are just going to be carving meat up in the midfield. It's going to be a tough one. So I'll go that one on Sunday. Rooney Raptors, what about you? No, I think that that's, that's the one. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm intrigued by the Nola Gold Austin Elite game. I think that those um, – I'm, I'm interested to see how the uh, coaches in both of those programs pull their new new teams together. but. You know, I think the Glendale Raptors, um, you know, showed last year that they were one of the quality sides. And, you know, they they were the, um, you know, uh, regular season champs. Right. And uh, it'll be um, interesting to see how they um, how they uh, handle some of the losses that they had. I know that they've got players, you know, still coming in. Some teams haven't announced their their big players. But I think that that Rooney um uh, that Rooney game versus Glendale on March 24th, I think, um, is a good one. What do you say about round 10, Dan? What are the games on on the schedule? Well, we kick it off on March 30th, which is a Saturday afternoon. It's Austin Elite taking on Rooney. This one is on the road, and kudos to Austin Elite for doing this. They're taking a game down to San Antonio, Toyota Stadium down there, and that's going to be uh, at 1 p.m. local time, so 2 o'clock on the eastern there. And the Raptors, Nola Gold, back at Infinity Park. 
that one's a Saturday night game. They're trying to really build, similar to what Seattle are doing with the Sunday night games. You'll see a lot of Saturday night games in Glendale as they look to build their fan base there on a Saturday night. The Warriors Arrows in Utah, and then the Seawolves Legion back in Seattle. Pete, four ones to choose from. You can only have one, though. Oh, I'm go- this is an easy one for me. I'm going for the Seattle Seawolves versus the San Diego Legion. I think the Legion feel like they have um, some unfinished business there. I think they would argue, and I, you know, I, I wouldn't disagree with them that they were the better team, but they lost it in the scrum. And so they had some very, very young and inexperienced scrummages that were powerful. I think they're going to want to come back. That is going to be a great game as the Legion try and um, get some revenge for the semi-final loss against the Seawolves. What about you, Dan? Which one of these sticks out for you? Just Austin taking a game on the road, a home game gets it for me, going down there to San Antonio. Smart move from uh, Richard Osborne and uh, Terry Dolpin, the the two gentlemen in control down there in Austin to expand their brand down to San Antonio. Another Texas city, with the exception of the Spurs, who uh, starved off uh, professional sports down there. So pretty smart business move. We'll see how they do promoting that and getting a crowd down there. Moving on to round 11, Pete. Well, we have um, games on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on round 11. So on Friday, April 5th, we have the Utah Warriors hosting the Seattle Seawolves. And then on Saturday, April 6th, we have the Glendale Raptors um, hosting the Houston Sabercats. And then on Sunday the 7th, after 10 rounds of being on the road, the Toronto Arrows finally get to host a game. They host the NOLA Gold at York University, um, and that is going to be a great moment for Canadian rugby. And then on Sunday, we have an evening game with the San Diego Legion taking on the Austin Elite. I think I know the answer to this, but which is the one that you're going to really look out for here? You got it. Toronto Arrows, NOLA Gold, finally. I mean, if you're a player on that roster, you're like, round 11, first home game, pencil it in. And uh, the scary thing is Toronto in April, who knows? Who knows? Let's uh, <laughs> hope all our friends up there can think warm thoughts. But we've seen big crowds come out there for the uh, Toronto Wolfpack, which is their rugby league site. And I know mentioning rugby league on a rugby union podcast is like saying Voldemort to Harry Potter fans. And I won't do it again. I'm just using the comparison that they can get some crowds out there in Toronto. I think the Arrows are going to be really, really well supported. Bill Webb and his crew up there. Very, very smart rugby people, very, very smart business people. I'm excited to see them christen York University Stadium there on Sunday, 7th of April. Pete, I think you're going to be about the same. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think that, um, you know, when you're a coach in, in a season like this, you're going to cycle through and this is going to be the start of something new for, um, for Toronto and they're going to identify it as a second season that they're going to have. And then every game leading forward is going to be at home. So all of their air miles that they gathered in the first half of the season, they're not going to be able to use in the second half and they're just going to be at home. And I think, I think it's a great moment for North American rugby. It certainly is. It's uh, the culmination of a lot of hard work from a, a lot of good people. So excited for that one in round 11. Let's focus on round 12. Now it kicks off again on Friday. And again, Pete, we have games all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, keeping your rugby needs well and truly fulfilled. It's the Sabercats and Seawolves down in Houston there on April 12th, 7 p.m. Nice late kickoff at Aviva Stadium. Nola Gold, Utah Warriors back in New Orleans, 2 p.m. Saturday afternoon. Then we have Rooney and the Legion. 
Now it's the Legion's turn to get on the road here all the way out to the East Coast. And uh, I like what Rooney have done here with a 1 p.m. kickoff, which will be uh, 10 in the morning for San Diego players. So uh, I would not be playing night games when the West Coast teams come out to you if I was Rooney. So smart play from them. The Arrows, they're going to do something similar to the Elite 2 p.m. kickoff. They get back-to-back home games. I'm going to go Rooney San Diego on that one, Pete. What about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think it's a good game. I think the benefit for San Diego with the one o'clock kickoff is they'll actually be able to catch a flight back on Sunday night and so won't have to worry about making that travel on Saturday. And um, But I'm with you. It's a, it's going to be early for them. Uh, but I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm impressed with um, with with the San Diego setup. I think they're, they're going to be a good team. And I think that, um, you know, this could be, uh, you know, two of the top four teams clashing in the second half of the season. I agree. I agree. I'm with you on that one. We, we're, we're, we're going two for two here. We're agreeing a lot. This is getting scary. We are. Let's get on to round 13. So this is the weekend of April 20th. We have one game on Saturday and three games on Sunday. And you can see once the snow is gone from the north, there's going to be four games every weekend with only one team having a bye. So on April 20th, Rooney are hosting the Utah Warriors. The Toronto Arrows continue their home streak, um, and they host the Houston Sabercats. The Legion go back home and host the Glendale Raptors, and then Seattle host Nola Gold. Which one of those four, Dan, which one of those stand out for you as we get into the meat of the second half of the season? I'm going, uh, ooh, that's four very good games. Let's go... uh... I love Starfire. I love it when it sells out on a Sunday night. Let's go Starfire, and it's going to be the battle of a couple of Aussies there who are, you know, you've got Metcher and his, uh, his crew up there with the Seawolves, and then you've got Foley and all his crew down there with Nola Gold. So I'll go the Sunday night game, Pete. What about you? I think, I think the Sunday night game is uh, – I think, I think that's, that's where it is. I think all of these games are interesting. And also I think what's, what's going to be true is by the time we get to round 13 – we're going, to, we're going to know who's good. We're going to be looking at the standings and people are going to start making calculations about what they have to do to make the playoffs. And so I think that, um, I actually think by the time we get there, I, I think, and you know, we haven't, we've seen a lot from Seattle um, in terms of re-signings. Uh, they've hinted about new signings. <clears throat> I think Seattle, once they get to round 13, might be in that space where they're sort of fourth or fifth and it's going, to be, it's going to be some pressure on them to win those games and make sure that they win the top four. So I'm going to go with the Seattle Seawolves and Nola Gold. All right, folks, stay with us. We've turned the corner here down the home stretch. We can see the finish line as we go into round 14. Like you said, another four games and another three days of action, Friday through Sunday, for your rugby pleasure. Raptors, Rooney, that's an infinity park. That one's going to be an absolute cracker. Sabercats, Legion down in Houston. Warriors, an elite out in Utah. And the Arrows and the Seawolves will be up there in Toronto. The Canadian rematch coming in round 14 there. Pete, which one do you like? Oh, I'm with the Arrow Seawolves. I think that those games are going to be some of the most physical games that we're going to see. I think those are the games where everything is put on the line. I think the brand of Seawolves rugby is um, going to come up against the, the Toronto team. And it's going to be that those games... Those, you know, that's like a derby, right? That's like two local teams playing each other because of the Canadian influence. That's where I go. Are you with me, Dan? War of the Roses. Let's get it on. War of the Roses. 
at York on. University. So know, you know wait. that's that's a that's a that's where it's going to be. Let's get on to round fifteen. So round fifteen is the weekend of May fourth. We have two games Saturday, two games Sunday. The Austin Elite is hosting Nola Gold and the Glendale Raptors are hosting the Utah Warriors on Saturday. And then on Sunday, the Toronto Arrows are hosting the San Diego Legion and Rooney uh, hosting the Houston Sabercats. Here we are. There'll be four rounds to go once we get to round 15. Which one of these, Dan, do you think are really going to be an impact on the playoffs? Well, I'm doing my best rain man here, Dustin Hoffman. I'm crunching numbers in my head as we're going through. I think it's going to be the Elite Nola Gold game there, the 5 p.m. kickoff on Saturday. I think looking at the rosters they've got so far and where they're going to be with this schedule, they're going to be around that, you know, four, five, six on the table. And we know it's a top four going through, so points will be uh, critical at this stage of the season. So I'll go Austin Nola because I think there will be a lot to play for for both those sides at that stage of the season. Peter? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. I think those guys will be on, on the fringe, and I think, you know, the Arrows-Legion game might be an interesting game because those might be two teams in the top four jockeying for playoff position. So, you know, I think that it's going to be interesting. You know, we're we're out here. The teams haven't even announced and we're sort of making some guesses about the quality of, of, of each of the teams. But I think that, I think Austin and, and Nola Gold, I think that game will be important for both of those teams. Tell us about round 16. We are on the home stretch. We are almost there. Round 16, it's a split round. Two Saturday, two Sunday. Nola Gold, San Diego. That one's down in New Orleans. Jeez, I feel like New Orleans have a lot of home games. We'll have to count those up later. Houston, Raptors down at Aviva in Houston. Rooney taking on the Seawolves. That one's in New York. And the Arrows, Warriors up there in Toronto. I'm loving these East Coast games. Pete, your game of the round for those four. Getting you tough, know, isn't it? It is. It is getting tough. I mean, I mean, I actually think the most interesting thing about round sixteen is the buy by Austin. So Austin gets a buy this week, and then they're the only team in the league that has their last three games away. And so, you know, I'm, I might be punting a little bit on this, right? But I think the most interesting thing about about this will be um, where Austin are coming into their buy. But in terms of games, I mean, I I like the. Uh, um, I like this Houston Sabercats, Glendale Raptors. I think those will be two teams that will be fighting to get into the playoffs. I mean, I think I see a lot of parity. And I think, um, you know, the Aviva Stadium, I think that on, on a Saturday night, that place is going to be like that have got that stadium up and running. It'll be smooth. I think that they'll have a good crowd. And I think that'll be a good night of rugby. I think you're right there. I'm going to go the Rooney Seawolves game. I think both those sides will be up towards the top, like you said in the previous round. And both sides will be pretty much settled at this point back from the ARC and they'll have a good idea of what they're running towards in terms of the playoffs. All right, Pete, round 17 coming up now. We have three rounds left to go. Three games on Saturday, May 18th, one on Sunday, 19th of May. It's Nola Gold, Houston. Again, the Derby game down there. Those two sides, this one in New Orleans, though. It's the Raptors, Seawolves, the rematch this time at Infinity Park. Warriors taking on the Legion out in Utah, and it's Rooney and Elite as they start that horror run home with three games on the road. The first, a long one away, too, out there in New York. Pete, which one's yours? I'm going with the Glendale Raptors, Seattle Seattle Seawolves. I don't think even by round 17 they would have forgotten the um, matchups that they had last year that we saw that were just phenomenal games of rugby. I think 
Glendale will be up for that game, and I think they'll be out to prove a point, and uh, that'll be the game that, um, that that I think will be the highlight of that round. What about you, Dan? Can't go wrong there with the grand final rematch. I hope Seattle actually bring the championship shield out for that one as well and just plonk it on the sideline as a friendly reminder <laughs> to the Raptors. I think they have to what drive happened? it out, right? I think it's too big to ship. It's like yeah. one heck of a shield. So. They have the, the shield on one side and they have to fill the other side of the plane to balance it out. So there's empty seats, just the shield. Yeah, it's a, it is a big one, but we love it. We love it. All right, Pete, take us home here, round 18. Round 18, so we have one game on Saturday. That's the Houston Sabercats hosting the Austin Elite. And that, again, is Austin Elite's um, part of their run-in all three games away. We have Rooney hosting Nola Gold on Sunday, along with the Toronto Arrows um, taking on the Raptors up at York University and the Seattle Seawolves um, taking on the Utah Warriors at Starfire. I mean, I, I think that that Houston-Austin Elite game is going to be important, but I think the best quality game is going to be Rooney Nola. Dan? Yeah. I agree with you. Best game of the round will be Rooney Nola, but I also will keep an eye on that Houston Elite game. Even though they're on the road, that is going to be a reasonable road trip. They can probably grab a bus to that the night before, relax. It's not a terrible trip from Austin to Houston. Funny enough, I did it three times this last season. So that one's not too bad for them on that run home. All right, Pete, we have made it. Round 19. It's all at the end here. You think we're tied. You wait until the players get to round 19 this uh, 2019 season. Two games split again, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Warriors, Sabercats out there in Utah. Legion Gold in San Diego. Arrows, Rooney, that one's up in Toronto. And the Seawolves, they get a home game. And this one's going to be a tough road trip for the elite all the way out at Starfire in Seattle. Well, you know, I look at this and I think, um, you know, I think this Eastern rivalry of the Arrows and Rooney um, is going to be great. And those could be the top top two teams in the league coming into this. So they'll be really fighting for home field advantage in the playoffs. But I think the game that might have the most impact on the players is get, in the playoffs will be the Seattle Seawolves and the Austin Elite. I think both of them will be there or thereabouts, but I don't know that either of them will be guaranteed going into the playoffs by the time we get to the last week. Yeah, wouldn't it be an interesting situation to have a game at the end, Seattle-Austin, winner goes in, loser goes home, so to speak. All right, Pete, let's move on to the semifinals now. Who have you got, Rama? I'm just kidding. We're done. <laughs> there it is, folks. There's the schedule. 19 weeks of action. And uh, it's going to be a, a great season. I'm excited to get this going. Nine teams this year. We've had the announcement as well. Uh, that you know, everyone kind of had a feeling it was it was announced that DC were here, and then they kind of you know went quiet. But they were always working behind the scenes. They're in for 2020 as well, Pete. Exciting times for MLR. Absolutely, and I think that it's going to be a great challenge for the players. I mean, you know, this is going to really be uh, for the vast majority of these players the first time they've been in a serious season, professional season. Every team gets three buys. Those buys are sort of spread out amongst I think the depths are going to you know of each team is going to be a big challenge um, as they go through this season I think you're going to see actually by the time we get into the Mays and June um, I think we're going to see some college players that are graduating being pulled into play because uh, you know last year last year I think the Seattle Seawolves used, used the least number of players and I think that was something like 37 and that was the least number of players of any team and I think the um, the San Diego Legion were over 50. 
players that they used in their season. So when you think about the expansion of the games and the number of games and the length of time, I mean, these teams are going to have to be, every team is going to have to use players in the mid to upper 40s to be able to get through the season, especially with the ARC in the middle. But it's going to be great. It's going to be exciting. We're going to truly learn about the teams. We're going to be able to watch them evolve. The, the coaches are going to have the time with their preseason and then during the season to help these teams improve. And it's just so exciting to be involved. Uh, it's going to be, um, I can't wait. Now we get all excited and now we have to wait a couple of months. But um, uh, I'm sure the players and the staff feel the same way. It'll go quick. And a lot of those players are in action at the moment as they're on tour with the Eagles. And Pete, you were up in Chicago. What were your thoughts? Oh, just give me an overall thought on the weekend, how it was up there at Soldier Field. And then we'll dig in to the Eagles game. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's a lot of fun going up to these events. You spend your whole whole time bumping into people that you haven't seen for a while. And in my case, can't remember. I'm terrible at names. I'm, I apologize if there's anyone that I forgot when we bumped into each other. But, you know, the setting is great. Soldier Field is great. They, the, 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 you know, they, I actually quite like the hour between games. And I'm sure Soldier Field did because in between each game, it was the bars were packed, the restaurant was packed. It was like, you know, the rugby players really did a good job of, of, of buying it. But I think there's a question about the event. It's obviously a great marketing event. Um, it's obviously a great way to grow the brand, but it's not a great performance event, right? So the U.S. men were at, were without a number of, without almost all of their professionals from overseas, give or take one or two. Um, they, you know, and they they struggled because the players that were MLR players hadn't played for since June, right? So they hadn't played for five months, so that was a challenge. And for the U.S. women with the WPL the year before and Sorry, the weekend before, Rob Kane basically had three days worth of practice before playing the world champion. So the marketing of the event and the event itself is great. You know, as a coach, I've got a feel for both Rob Kane and Gary Gold to be able to prepare their players for what what are really tough games. Yeah, I agree with you, Pete. And, you know, the, the men's Eagles, uh, we will focus on them because of uh, the MLR and the podcast. And one of their players in particular I want to focus on in the wash-up of this game has been Sean Davies and that tackle. Um, give me your thoughts. You were there live. What did you think uh, the Perry Perry Parkinson you know, pick-up of Sean Davies and uh, dropping him quite heavily into the turf there? Well, I mean, to me, it's a red. And the reason it, it's, it's a red is because of the idea of intent. Right, so he body slammed Davies into the ground. It, it, that's foul play, and it's intentional foul play, and therefore it's a red card. And I think what's been difficult for the referees is that they're now conflating the accidental foul play, right, where the world rugby has said intent isn't important, so they've kind of taken intent out of the game um, or out of foul play, but they haven't really. Like it, it, it's it's only when when you know when you're not sure about it. But that was so intentional. That body slam was just, I mean, it's just a red. And, and you know, it was the referee's first game. And, and what I would love to hear, because, you know, we always blame the referee, but, you know, he had two assistant referees and he had a TMO. Those guys are there advising him, telling him what he should do. And, you know, I would love to hear the ref chatter on that discussion. Yeah, there's a lot of things I'd like to touch on, but, you know... I don't blame the refs. I think the refs have been put into a no-win situation with the environment that we have in professional sports. And this just isn't rugby. It's it's all professional sports. And social media has really driven that. Uh, referees are terrified to make a decision because 
the backlash and the aftermath of making a wrong decision is so bad. So I, I don't blame the referee for not giving a red card immediately, but looking back at it and the replays, I mean, it's just there's just not a place for that in the game. Now, you can go through the law book and you can say, oh, you know, he didn't do any of this. There was no this. Perry Perry Parkinson is a giant man. Sean Davies, by his own admission, is not a giant man. When you wrap your arms around someone and you lock their arms up and you pick them up off the ground, they have nothing they can brace themselves with in terms of their arms or their legs. You have a responsibility as a human being, let alone a rugby player, to get them to the ground. Now, I know it's a contact sport, but it's not a grub sport. You have a you know, have a responsibility to the player and to the game to return them to a safe position. Parkinson did not do that. He used his entire force, and that is a lot of force to drive Davies and cause that whiplash, the back of his head. And there's a reason, Pete, combat sports do not allow you to hit the back of the head. It is the most vulnerable part of the body. And he drove him, so the back of his head slammed into the turf, and now Davies will sit at home with a pretty severe concussion. Parkinson goes down to South America to play. I'm quite upset about the decision uh i know there's not going to get really much done to it but we're not going to harp on it too much because i've already harped my uh, little heart out here anyway well i mean i think you know i'm giving as a as an active referee i think what their conversation was about was did it go past 90 and where was the contact on the ground right because that's what they've been told to look at but i'm with you the intent was there you're supposed to put him down safely it was lucky that Davies wasn't hurt more. Um, I believe he's still with the Eagles. They're hoping that he can recover in term, in time for the Samoa match next weekend. But it was, you know, I think I think the referee inexperienced just showed and, and just bottled it. Um, but, you know, we have more Eagle rugby to look forward to. And, um, you know, the professionals are, are coming on board and, and probably the most um, exciting prospect that we have for the U.S. Eagles is um, David Ainu, who is an 18-year-old playing for Toulouse. And he's um, been on the bench for two top, three top 14 games. Um, he's played half of a Champions Cup game at 18. And he has not yet been capped, but Gary Gold smartly is uh, pulling him up here. And uh, props are not something that we create. So that's, uh, that's really exciting. Um, what else for you about the addition of the Eagles and how they played um, against the uh, Maori and, and, and what we can look forward to for the full tour? Well, there are a lot of players that we anticipated wouldn't stay with the squad, and that's understandable as they move forward with the pro players overseas joining. But I'm impressed that there are so many MLR players still in the squad. Uh, Anu from Toulouse, what well, you got to cap him, don't you? You just can't risk him having another Dirksen situation where – He's eligible to play. He goes over to Wales and decides he doesn't want to play for the Eagles. You, you get a cap on him. You lock him down. And, you know, if I'm a young player, I want to play for Gary Gold. I'm excited with what's happening with USA Rugby and the Eagles. Uh, you know, it's it's a good time to be involved with the squad. He's already got a professional contract overseas. He doesn't have to worry about that. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch these games. I think they're in Spain, I believe. Uh, got some games there against Samoa. That'll be a big test. Um, and then uh, they play Ireland, which will be a really good game, won't it, Pete? Oh, I think Ireland is the marker, right? So I'm I'm looking at Ireland as being the place that we can really judge where we are. You know, we had the win against um, Scotland. I'm sure Ireland, after a couple of really, really tough games, uh, um, will be looking to that game probably to get a, a few more players 
some experience. They'll be playing New Zealand the weekend before, which is obviously their biggest game. I think there's another opportunity for us to make a statement. But I'm excited. You know, I, I, I had a chat with Gary Gold. You know, he was pretty philosophical about the challenges of playing against the Maori with sort of a depleted squad. And then he had two starters get injured and had to be pulled right before. Um, it's just really tough. But our um, forwards provide, um, a, you know, our, our pro forwards, I really think, are going to provide a lot of additional firepower to us. Samoa's going to be chomping at the bit. I'm just excited for all of these games and looking forward to all of them. Me too, Pete. And we'll have plenty of more Major League Rugby news as well in the next few weeks. Now the schedule is set. Teams will be making some other announcements as we move towards the kickoff to the season. Folks, that will wrap up this week's show for my super co-host, Pete Steinberg. For our producer, Aaron Castro, I'm Dan Power saying good night and goodbye.